It's Friday, so of course, time for another episode of The Change and Evolve Letter. And thank you for joining me. Cum dubito, decito. When in doubt, don't. Just recently, I watched the documentary Tea with the Dames, with Dame Judy Dench, Dame Joan Plowright, Dame Maggie Smith, and Dame Eileen Atkins. And apart from this being lovely to watch, there was one thing that particularly stuck with me. The ladies were asked what advice they would now give to their younger selves. And I loved Maggie Smith's reply, which is the headline of today's letter. And it is as simple as it is brilliant. Cum dubito, decito. I think we are just so used to thinking everything through logically, analyzing everything, and to overthink things that even if our instincts or our gut screams at us, we just can't hear it anymore. Or we simply forgot how to listen. Which is not a surprise because we are being constantly overwhelmed with an overkill of information. We are brainwashed with hideous propaganda. We often forget to even think for ourselves. And if we dare do it anyway, we are to be shamed into submission. To doubt everything or to believe everything are two equally convenient solutions. Both dispense with the necessity of reflection. Henri Poincar. I believe especially in the past three years of COVID mania, so many were actually in doubt of what we were being made to believe by the media, the pharma industry, as well as by our elected governments. I do know of so many that had this nagging feeling of doubt, but, but wouldn't listen. All doubts were pushed aside in favor of, well, so-called freedoms, for which many are paying a very, very high price now. The promise of being able to travel, to go to restaurants, was so appealing to most that they were willing to do pretty much anything, even at the risk of their health and well-being and often even displaying a feeling of superiority over those who listened to their doubts and did not play along. And many still do. There lives more faith in honest doubt, believe me, than in half the creeds. Alfred Lord Tennyson One significant example in my life when I really did not listen to the nagging doubts, was my marriage. I married my boyfriend of four and a half years in my mid-twenties, and I, I had doubts if it was the right thing to do. Everyone saw us as the couple, and our names were always mentioned together. Logical to get married, right? Well, it turned out, in retrospect, 
that he had doubts as well. And we could say that our excuse was our youth, but it would be just that, an excuse. We knew better and just didn't listen to our doubts or to our gut. So we got married. And I will spare you the details, but it was a very short marriage. Thankfully, we're still friends, even if that took a while. But that, again, is a different story. Essentially, we could have spared one another great grief and the stress of going through a divorce if we had just listened to the doubts we had and communicated with one another. And it wasn't that we did not love each other, but we were simply not ready for the commitment of marriage. And it wasn't even a big wedding, and his mother would most likely have been thrilled if we would have called it off. Again, in retrospect, I can say that even if I had my doubts and knew I was making a huge mistake, I went through with it. Of course, I told myself it was just wedding jitters, that I was a nervous bride, and that all would be all right in the end. Well, we were in love after all. And at that time, well, I was still worried about what others could think or say, something I fortunately put aside a long time ago. I, with a deeper instinct, choose a man who compels my strength, who makes enormous demands on me, who does not doubt my courage or my toughness, who does not believe me naive or innocent, who has the courage to treat me like a woman, Anais Nin. I mentioned in an earlier letter that, well, we make decisions out of love or out of fear, and I, I believe that doubt plays a huge part here as well. We often are, are too afraid to listen to the doubts we may have when making decisions. We miss out and let the things that would probably be good for us pass us by and stay in our so-called comfort zone. Albeit it is more often than not all but comfortable. I believe they should be renamed into habitual zones because that is what they actually are. Doubt is not the opposite of faith. It is one element of faith. Paul Tillich Well, there were many more situations in my life where I pushed my doubts aside and surrendered to my situation. The older, and perhaps a little wiser, I become, well, the more I listen to my gut feeling. I have said it many times that more years lie behind me than are ahead of me. And personally, I am determined to make the very best of my remaining ones and let it not be determined by fear, but by love. Doubt is not a pleasant condition, but certainty is absurd. Voltaire and as my song of the week, well, it is one that is by two artists that to me are absolutely inseparable, and that is Beth Hart and Joe Bonamassa. And today with the song Sinner's Prayer, 
And of course, this has been added to the Spotify playlist that is just one click away. Like it, share it, or as always, just listen to some good music. My poem of the week is a lovely one by, by Mary Oliver, who lived from 1935 to 2019. And it's called A Voice from I Don't Know Where. It seems you love this world very much. Yes, I said, this beautiful world. And you don't mind the mind that keeps you busy all the time with its dark and bright wanderings? No, I'm quite used to it. Busy, busy all the time. And you don't mind living with those questions, I mean the hard ones, that no one can answer? Actually, they're the most interesting. And you have a person in your life whose hand you like to hold? Yes, I do. It must surely then be very happy down there in your heart. Yes, I said. It is. And as an impression, I swear to you, this photo is not, I, I didn't do anything to this photo. It is exactly as I took it. It's a beautiful morning view from my balcony and the colors are just stunning. And I wanted to share that with you. Of course, I would like to know what, what influence has doubt had on your life? And when did you listen and when not? And what were the consequences? And if you enjoyed this letter or this podcast, well, leave a heart and a comment. And as always, I wish you an amazing weekend and really look forward to hearing from you. Yours, Tanya.